speeding on my audio, speeding on camera. And in three, we'll go in. So Perfect. three, two, one, action. This is Cash Color Cannabis, a high level of conversation. Um, today we're remote. We are lucky. We we were luckily to be invited down to your CBD store, Atlanta, down here on Moreland in East Atlanta. Um, I've been wanting to see the store for a little while now. I haven't had a chance to. I've had a chance to meet the owners of one, uh, once during Atlanta Bis City Market, and I, I after meeting them, I knew for a fact I had to come do something with these with with them. So I'm blessed to be down here today, man, with Rashida and Khadija. Um, well, and we're missing Bridget today, but we're with <laughs> Rashida and Khadija with your CBD store, Atlanta. And they just gave us an amazing tour of the, of the of the store. Now we get a chance to get into how they found themselves part of the franchise. So, without further ado, thank you to thank you too for for inviting us down today. Absolutely, yeah. welcome, welcome, welcome. Yes, it's it's been a long time and a long journey for all of us. And um, just going right into you saying, how did we get started yes. with the brand? Right. So we were already separate entities from this brand and in the industry in some form or fashion. So we uh, felt like it was a need for us to start including ourselves into the industry for the influx started with the hemp in CBD in Georgia, right? Yes. So um, joining the brand was like a no-brainer for us because we were new to the industry. So we wanted someone who already had everything mapped out and Makes laid sense. out, you know, so yep. we didn't have to do all the brain work and we can learn and grow as the company grows. So it's always been our goal to definitely provide the best product. So we had to try the products out ourselves so we can convince ourselves that it was working before we tried to open up a store and convince other people that it worked. Of course. Yeah. Of course. So what's the relationship been like so far with your CBD store? Like was it was it initially hard to kind of even get launched and, and since you've been launched since it's been launched, um, what's the relationship been? Well, pretty much um, when we first started out, we were a number store uh, 338. Mm -hmm. so really? Yeah. But let me tell you, we started this in March 2018. Mm -hmm. It's it was 600 and some odd stores now across the U.S. So it's a lot. It's the fastest growing brick and mortar store of CBD. Mm. Um, so absolutely, they have grown, and so have we. Yeah. So um, our relationship with them has been based on product because pretty much without our sacrifices and faces in this area, no one would have known about the brand. Yeah. So they appreciate what we're doing because we're keeping it, you know, popular and we've made it popular. Yeah. So absolutely just trusting into the product has really made the relationship uh, where it should be. All right. Mm -hmm. So, and, and I mean, it sounds like a, you, you, you have a good relationship with them. I love the store brand itself. Um, what's it been like as far as reaching out to the community? I know this is still somewhat new to our, to our neighborhood, especially East Atlanta. Has it been hard for you to reach out to the community and let them know what your CBD store is and get them to kind of patronize the business? Um, I think the, the eagerness to understand cannabis has always been present. Um, and so it was easy for people to come in to ask the questions. Okay. Um, but selling the product, talking about the product, educating people on cannabis in general has been a journey. Um, the community supports us. It's nice. They come in, they're happy that we're here. Um, so it's easy in some ways. But um, I think that from the beginning we had the support of the plaza. Um, mm -hmm of the people who live close by. So 
Yeah, it's, it's, it's there. So whose idea was it to get into the CBD industry in the first place? Like, like who, who brought the idea to who and said, I think this is what we should do? So she found the brand. Okay. And then did the phone calling. <laughs> and then um, got us together here. Um, and then we blossomed as a team. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I know there's three of you. Um, there's you, also Bridget, who's not here today. Well, it's five of us. Oh, there's five of us. Yeah, yeah. Y'all yeah. deep. <laughs> That's how you gotta show up. Yeah. Y'all like Voltron, okay? Yeah. <laughs> so speak to us about the other members of your CBD story, Lana. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, what's the, uh -huh. what is everybody's role? Um, there's Conway, which is Bridget's husband. Okay. Mm -hmm. There's Saki, which is my husband, Bridget's husband and Bridget's oh, okay. brother. And Bridget's brother, yes. Yeah, so it is a family. Y'all really are. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Like, We're like, sisters. Yeah. It's like a TV um, show. <laughs> yeah, and the cool part is that while everyone has skills, which made it also really easy to build, um, we all worked as a team together to create this. So there aren't any specific roles. It's like we just have the same goal and we've just been executing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we all show up, which is cool. And we're learning how to work together as a team because the stigma of family working together oh, yeah. and building and staying focused on the same goal and allowing everybody to implement their skills and everything is hard. So we are definitely learning as we go along on how to keep that going, you know? You know, um, it's still kind of an education process for, for black Americans to learn the health benefits of CBD. Um, how have you been able to explain that, I guess, to any, anybody in the community or anybody who just tried to stop by a store that was a person of color, a black person, um, why they should be needing this, 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 this product as far as maybe it's something that they would want to use health, for health reasons? Um, I normally reference to society and what they've taught us about health in general. Um, we've lived a completely different life from other races when yeah. it comes to most things. Um, so I talk about society, I talk about unlearning, doing research, um, and how things are specific. We spend a lot of time educating people, and one of the first things we talk about is our ECS. So we have a, a nice little diagram over there, kind oh, of yeah, breaks down yeah. everything, how your ECS works. Um, and we talk about that. I also tell a lot of us that this industry has been hard on us and we should have our feet in it on this side, just as much as our feet was in it on, or is in it yeah. on the other side. Um, there's been a great deal of discrimination against us in this industry. And um, it's important that we go along on this journey on this positive side. So that has always been my focus when I'm talking to customers. Mm -hmm. uh, allowing our people to understand they're not doing anything illegal has definitely been a conversation oh, when, they, when we first started yeah. out. We had people ducking, uh, <laughs> whispering, yeah. um, and just getting them comfortable to where they're coming back every month and, and walking with pride and dignity like I'm not doing anything wrong has been amazing. Because it's, it's been a journey with that. Yeah, I find, I mean, again, with the podcast, I can, I can tell you that from my perspective. It's very hard. It was very hard in the beginning to get black people to sit down and have an open discussion without about cannabis mm -hmm. without feeling like the cops were going to burst in at mm -hmm. any given moment. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, we really have been criminalized to the point where we're traumatized by that. Like, even yeah. the thought of it 
we might make sure the doors closed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The lights yeah. over every time I pull yeah. the blinds down. I had to explain this to somebody one time. You know, High Times has been around since the 70s. Nobody's ever asked them if they worried about having a conversation. Mm. You asked me about this in 2020. Mm. Let's wake up. Let's, let's, uh, let's evolve our minds mm-hmm. as well. Like, this mm-hmm. is our place as well as, there, as everybody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So, COVID has been a um, hot topic this year. Yeah. <laughs> right? COVID's been a hot topic this year. Um, you know, it definitely shut down the city. It's, it's shutting down businesses. It's slowed down a lot of progress for a lot of people. How has COVID affected um, your, CB store, your CBD store, Atlanta? Well, I think it affected us like the same way it affected every other small business. I think survival is different for everyone. Yeah. But I think it affected us the same way. Um, we lost a lot of our customers because people weren't coming out. We had to be creative in um, how are we going to survive this? How are we going to still sell products? There was people who were dependent on our products, so our hours shifted and, it, and it, it affected us like everyone else. But we had to, again, be creative to figure out how can we still be in business because we couldn't give up. Yeah. yeah. Right. And is it still affecting you as far as hours-wise, um, um, customer contact? Are people, still, are people ordering more online versus coming inside? I do think it's still affecting us. I don't think we've gone back to what we were when we first normal. opened. Yeah, yeah normal. Mm-hmm that word in now um, but I think again we're still surviving but our hours did change because in the beginning we were open from 11 to 8 mm-hmm. um, and now we're open from 11 we went from 11 to 6 to now we're getting back to 11 to 7 okay mm-hmm. um, yeah and then we did curbside delivery we did free <laughs> shipping deli- we did free shipping um, well, we still, we've been doing free shipping from the beginning, so we do still do a lot of shipping. So for the people who don't want to come out, we're like, oh, we'll be shipped. It's okay. We can send it to you. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I applaud the people who do free shipping because yeah. the cannabis clothing does not. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, FYI. FYI. I'll, I'll eat that charge, but we do not do free shipping. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah well, um, Definitely, it has affected a lot of us in the cannabis industry, this COVID, as far as like even with trying to get mm-hmm. assistance uh, for us with SBA loans. Yeah, yeah. Um, we didn't get anything. Mm-hmm. And we didn't understand why in the beginning, but now we are understanding why, because we see that a lot of us were shut out just because we were considered cannabis. Yeah. We didn't understand why in the beginning. We was like, well, why are these people getting in? Why are we not? Mm-hmm. So we definitely had to get creative. We had to pull our resources together. That's just what businesses do. This smart young lady um, encouraged us to have a savings. <laughs> you know, it was like, you know, early on though, she was like, we gotta have a savings. So early on, uh, we started doing that and just trying to re-strategize our finances and getting help and having conversations with tax ac- uh, accountants and lawyers because we were never doing that before within this cannabis industry yeah. you know none of us was doing that no. we was doing everything on our own mm-hmm. yeah to mm-hmm. be legitimate and to be recognized as a business in the industry we had to definitely start speaking with people about finances and just partnerships and everything in this industry it sounds like me like i literally had the llc not too long ago i got a business bank account and stuff i got my yeah i got a tax person it's, yeah, you have to. <laughs> you have to. Make yep. you roll my eyes all the time. <laughs> yeah, yep. So, yeah, uh, it, it, congratulations on, on braving through COVID. I know, again, it was, it was, a, it was a rough time for most folks. Um, but you hit, on a good, uh, you hit on a good subject, Khadija, and that's um, 
lack of funding, excuse me, for people in this space. Um, SBA loans weren't available. Um, but we do, have a, we do have a glimmer of hope, and that's the MORE Act. The MORE Act, which was voted on last, last Friday on my birthday, I feel like it was a conspiracy theory about the <laughs> cannabis industry to ignore my birthday. Mm. But um, <laughs> that did pass last Friday, last Friday in the House. I'm still up to the Senate to make a bigger decision. But with the MORE Act, one of the things they were, they were hoping to do was open up the, the opportunities for cannabis businesses to have banking and things like that. Um, what was your opinion about the MORE Act? And, and as, as I know many people do see flaws in the bill. Um, can you speak a little bit about from what you know on any of the flaws or any of the pros or the cons? of the bill? Well, I have not actually fully read through mm -hmm. it. I've just been looking at certain articles and hearing what people are saying, and pretty much we still have a long way to yes, go. Yes, we do. Yeah. Um, I, I think that uh, we should um, definitely start reading more um, and having a lot and rally around those who are pushing for us to be included in this industry more. I think we need to have the community rally around us too to get things that we need to stop this whole stigma about us being in the industry because it's still a stigma. They don't want us really there, you know, at a certain level, yeah. and we've been pushed back for so long. So I think we still have a long way to go from what I'm reading and seeing. Um, I just know that we have a long way to go. That's yeah. my take on it. We do, we do. And it does offer a glimpse of hope when it comes to the, the financial part so as far as um, being able to bank, being able to properly bank, you know, because that, that's been a hassle oh, for yeah. years since the beginning. But there's all still flaws. You know, there's still, there's still levels where they're trying to keep out certain people from mm -hmm. being able to access um, access the industry, whether or not you have a, uh, when I don't want to go into it. If you want to learn more, me and Dashita Dawkins spoke about it yesterday. And that episode <laughs> is available now on Cash Color Canvas Podcast. Um, lastly, before we get out of here, um, speak to us about some of the future plans for your CBD store Atlanta to, in 2021. I know you have the new program where you're highlighting, in, where you're highlighting local businesses. Um, or anything else you can kind of give us a, a glimpse into 2021 about? Um, I think we're going to probably definitely do more collaborating okay. with other businesses, um, hopefully go into um, some celebratory events because everything has been kind of shut down since COVID. Yeah. Um, so we want to have fun in 2021. Um, <laughs> um, but I think to just stay focused, to continue to survive, things are not going to just pick back up, mm -hmm. you know, because it's January 1st. So we are going to continue to push, focus on products. Um, focus on customer service um, and, and continue to get ourselves out there. Hey, well, whenever you want to have a celebratory event, Cash Color Canvas <laughs> is about a party. So, so whether, whether it's the podcast, whether it's late night tacos, Atlanta City Market, we could bring a vibe over here, man. Yeah, and that's and also with the spotlight, that's um, that came out of COVID as well. We know a lot of local businesses that don't have stores and not in these big stores or anything like that and they were losing money, yes. you know, because they can't be seen. So that is where the spotlight actually came from and the collaboration on just spotlighting local businesses that's in this industry that doesn't have a voice. So we want to definitely do more of that. That's going to be a continuation. Um, also, like she said, having things here um, in a safe way, because we don't know when the COVID thing is going yeah. to break, but definitely being safe and also um, individualizing us as a group 
in 2021 is definitely coming too as well. All right. Well, I'm super proud of you guys. Thank you very much for allowing us to come through and film and kind of take over your place for, for a second. Mm -hmm. um, thank you again. And uh, for those who want to find out more about your CBD store, Atlanta, whether they're local or not local, um, how can they find out more about you? Um, so we are we are on Instagram. It's at your CBD store Atlanta. Um, Spell Atlanta all the way out, not the ATL. <laughs> um, what else? Um, we're at 749 Moreland Avenue, Suite yes. C102, and our phone number is 404-254-4167. Yes. If you, yeah. yeah, they're definitely family. Like, they're definitely <laughs> one person does the address, the other person thinks about banking. That's, that's amazing. Well, thank you again very much. Um, I appreciate the hospitality. We really love it down here. Hopefully, we can come back again and do some more content. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You better yeah. not be a stranger either. Oh, I'm not. I'm not. Right. I'm yeah, I'll be down in East Atlanta. All right. <laughs> and that's Cash Color Campus, a high level of conversation.